0: A show. First of all, we appreciate you checking out the podcast. And of course, what the podcast is, is it's the entire morning show just kind of wrapped up and really condensed. So this way you can enjoy it within 40 minutes or less. All right. So today's episode, you're definitely going to hear Ashley and I pick apart that amazing historic Jeff Bezos trip up into space that took place yesterday. And then of course, my kids, they're at summer camp in South Carolina and I've got updates. And I'll admit some PTSD from summer camp that I'm still experiencing all on this episode that starts right now. All right. So this morning, we've got some inspiration here with Obi and Ashley. And if you're joining us for the first time, maybe perhaps you're uh, new from out of town. Uh, we do this every single morning where we start the morning show off with the nation's song. But we send it out to a group of individuals. And Ashley, you had, a, you had some inspiration this morning that I've never I've never really put thought into
1: yeah so uh, you know we hear from bev our traffic reporter many times a morning on on the roadways and what's going on and yesterday morning there was a huge wreck you know on what was it i believe it was i4 yesterday with a huge semi and and it becomes a huge huge mess well of course you hope that everyone's okay you know we're even hearing reports of crashes this morning but who cleans up you know who are the people A lot of a lot of people in their car right now might know, you know, you might be a firefighter, you might work for one of the towing companies that are responsible for, you know, cleaning up what is left on the roadways to get them going up and running back to normal as quickly as possible.
0: Yeah, and you know when you brought that up, I I, I I said, you know what? Let's Google that. Let's Google that because who is it responsible for after the tow truck grabs the the cars, after the ambulance leaves with the with the with the individuals? Hopefully, they're okay. You know that mess of the glass, gasoline. Oil, everything that's spilled on, on, you know, how do, how do, who clears that up before traffic can get back out there? And uh, I, I didn't know. And a lot of times it is the tow truck companies. A lot of times it is the firefighters who have to clean up that mess. So this way traffic can get back to flowing.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's always interesting for us, too, because we're in our bubble of a world, right, where we always try and read up on other professions and who's out there and give it out to somebody for the national anthem. But this, yeah, it's like, okay, wait, let's Google this and see who's actually responsible. And you even mentioned the the towing companies, Obi, and how they they carry like you know, some type of materials to, that can soak up whether it be the oils <laughs> or some type of liquid that's in the roadway. Um, there's a lot that goes into it.
0: Yeah, it's like a, it's like a magic kitty litter that they pour right. out on that stuff. <laughs> but uh, but so cool. You know, we hardly ever think about that. I mean, of course, we think about the accident, and you know, we hope that those people are okay. Uh, we think about the, the the ambulance and and the officers who are directing traffic. But thank you to the crews who clean up. To you this morning from Obi Ashley and those of us here at K Nation, the national anthem. Obi and Ashley, this is K923, Orlando's number one for New Country. All right, so uh, you know that you can start the morning off with us. We've got a nice, uh, a nice setup for the entire day. Of course, with us, it starts with the O Town Showdown at 710. And that's Tijuana Flats gift card, so this way you can enjoy that street horn. Uh, and then uh, later on in the day at 3 o'clock, we've got your tickets to see Dierks Bentley at Country Thunder on the 12th of September. That will be the last day of our three-day festival, Country Thunder. So, uh, Ashley, I want to dive into yesterday as human history was made. And it's funny because we were live on the radio when Jeff Bezos and the uh, Blue Origin. Yes. Sh- yeah, when, uh, when the Shepard Rocket went up. Uh, You and I were both live on the air and I I was trying my hardest not to sound cheesy, but we really did get an opportunity to see the normal Joe get up into space where back in the day, man, you uh, first of all, to be an astronaut, you had to show an exemplary military career and that you were proven. Right. Tried and true, right? And uh, yesterday we got to see the man's man. I mean, of course, he's the richest richest man on the planet. <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, a, a normal human being like you and me go up into space, which is the mark of the beginning of maybe you and I being able yeah. to go into space in the next couple of years.
1: I was thinking about that and how, like, unless you watched it, because I think Floridians, and maybe you're new to Florida, but Floridians and those of us that have been here for a little bit, we get kind of like... Numb to the launches because so many happen on the coast, but totally. when this one's a, this one's a different, you know, beast of getting humans up there. We, you know, people who are paying millions of dollars to go, and this one being such a a first human space flight for Jeff Bezos and all that so like unless you watched it some people are kind of like oh yeah whatever like somebody else went to space like honestly there's some floridians who are have that attitude um but watching it was pretty cool like and then obviously there's the obvious which you can't miss all over social media as to what jeff bezos rocket looked like i felt like i was watching austin powers back in the day but it was
0: funny uh yeah there was a moment where we were watching it and we were like okay so so uh, hold on is this real like it looked so (laughs) fake uh, but congratulations to them they made it up there uh, and of course making history as he returned back to Earth uh, it was hilarious because we, we were live on the radio as as it was as the, the ship was coming to a land you know signifying the end of a successful mission touching down in the desert it was uh, it was really cool but um, I, I will say that uh, I had to do a little bit of research Ash because that was the first thing that I said was if you're Jeff Bezos and you're worth over 200 billion dollars. Can't you get that rocket to be in a different shape where it doesn't look like a giant giant peepee in the sky? Well, you know, so we literally Googled
1: it this morning uh, and there's like a rocket scientist who answered that question because of course you and I don't know. Like, is there, a re- is there a reason why it's built in that shape? And of course, this rocket scientist who answered about it says, yeah, there's a reason that it's that shape. For the <laughs> of course it, there is. <laughs> for the way it flies and how it has to be up there. But come on. Yeah, it's like,
0: elephant in the room (laughs) well you know you have richard branson who goes up uh last week and he's got this cool jet looking thing and i get it that those days may be over like the shuttle uh program but nevertheless uh still big big moment for human history again uh you know that shuttle mission just uh, again it proves to us that our kids kids for them, that's going to be like pain to go on a really cool roller coaster on iDrive yeah. or something. You know yeah. what I was
1: thinking too, because like before all of this, I was like, no, I'm good. I don't want to go to space because I think it's. I, I was, you know, you see all the launches and you see them go all the way to space, like to the space station. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe I I changed my mind after seeing that one yesterday. That if if they just did what they did, and it, was, it just looked like it was flawless. Yeah. I might, I might do it, but not, not for, <laughs> I don't have the money for that.
0: No, but in the future, you know, 20 G's yeah. a trip, get a selfie like no other. <laughs> uh, congratulations again to that crew and uh, coming up here in a few minutes. I want to talk about space, uh, space camp. Look at me, summer camp and the kids. Yes. I got some pictures y'all what they're up to. I'll talk about it next. Obi, Ashley k two three Orlando is number one for new country. We're going to talk about summer camp. And uh, even though I have some PTSD, Ashley, from <laughs> summer camp and how I failed. You you know what? Maybe that's why I care about my kids having such a great time at summer camp is because... Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, because I failed. You know, like I did a summer camp. Man, I cried like a little baby and my parents came, picked me up. And that's that's haunted me ever since to this day. So uh, we're going to talk about what my kids are up to. Uh, some really cool experiences out there in South Carolina. It's Obi and Ashley. Blake Shelton, minimum wage next. Minimum it's Blake Shelton on K92.3. It's Toby and Ashley. And this station is incredibly active. Good morning, Nash.
1: Good morning. Don't forget we still have that Nashville trip, that Nashville Summer Jam. It's a concert that's, like, enormous. Blake Shelton, Thomas Rhett, Carrie Underwood, Luke Bryan, tons of huge, huge superstars in Nashville uh, at K92.3Orlando.com. We're paying for your flight and your hotel, so don't miss out on that.
0: Yeah, that's five nights. That's five nights. Huge. Uh, so that, and by the way, that's about the same amount of time that my kids are gone is five nights at this summer camp in South Carolina. It's called Camp Canaan, um, and Ashley and I had talked about in the past. You know, where, where are these summer camps where you can stay, you know, for a month at a time, <laughs> and uh, and that's one of these. You know, Ashley, it's funny because you know we were just talking about how Jeff Bezos just took that trip up into space yesterday, and that left me thinking about space camp when I went. And I had my parents come pick me up because I was so homesick.
1: Right. Okay. So that's what I wanted to get into because your kids, okay. So all four of your kids are up in South Carolina with your wife. So your wife's up there all week, which was not the case last year. So Zach, your oldest son went to this camp last year by himself. Right. But this year, the whole crew's up there. So one, why did Erica have to go? And yeah, have you gotten updates? Like what are they doing at this camp?
0: Yeah, yeah. So my son, because he went last year, he was the one who cracked the egg for the whole family. So now the whole family wanted to partake. Not only that, we saw what kind of character our son came back as. Um, so the reason why my wife had to go was because our youngest, uh, and I'm not talking about the baby baby, our youngest is only allowed to go to the day camp. So somebody's got to go pick her up. And because of my son having such a great time, we thought that it would be worth it. So, uh, so my wife's up there, and uh, that was also kind of like a safety net. If uh, if any of the kids ended up getting homesick that weren't used to camp, yeah. And uh, so far so good. So I've got I've got pictures of my daughter uh, kayaking, and she's typically the type who wants to stay inside, and she's she's the fashionista.
1: Oh, yep. So who, she's the who? one. Kennedy.
0: Yeah. So Kennedy loves makeup, fashion. She's the one who wants to stay indoors. <laughs> so, so to get photos. Uh, her kayaking it's um i don't know it's it's really cool you know this is a lot of stuff that they wouldn't do with us
1: right and you know what i think that is so cool i think that's something that like we can talk all day about them being off at a cool camp or whatever but just just real talk and what you said about zach coming back last year kind of like as a matured young man and this is probably going to be pretty maturing especially for kennedy who's going to be there the whole time, too. She's your middle. But then, you know, Presley's still a little young. She's going to get to go home with mom every day. But there's still a lot of experiences that's, like, character building outside of just fun at a summer camp.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, I I think what we learned from Zach, you know, when you see one kid go through something, I think you start to realize as parents, like, okay, you know, what are we investing in? Like, are we investing in the right stuff? You know, are we investing in us? Or are we investing in these guys who are going to eventually – be taking care of us
1: wow that's so interesting because because you as parents saw him come back such a changed kid and, and like in good ways when we say change it's not like he was a troubled kid by any means We're oh no mean, no sure he's matured and and you you go through life experiences when you get sent off to camp on your own and that's so true because if you don't do those things for your kids and let them do things on their own you know yeah. that that is a huge stepping stone in like growth
0: yeah, and, it, and, it, and it's true, okay? So I'll watch my bank account, right? And I'll watch what we invest in, like, oh, man, I wish I could invest in Bitcoin. And <laughs> I wish I could invest... In, you know, it, there's those type of investments. And of course, those are smart. But uh, I think sometimes like this, I, I realize, okay, man, you've only got a short a short amount of time, a small window before these kids grow up to be teenagers who get influenced by their own friends and start to oh, hate their yeah. Guts. Hey, let uh, me
1: ask you this real quick. Okay. Are they... Um, do they have contact with you at camp? Like I know Erica's up there for Presley in case no. she needs whatever. So there's no nope. contact with parents.
0: No cell phones. The only one who has contact with us is a camp counselor, and they send us pictures once a day, and uh, and that's the way they like it. They don't want they don't want the parent you know uh, they don't want hovering parents. This is yeah. supposed to be an experience for the kids. So, it, that's so it, awesome. Yeah, it's really done well. So I'm I'm not saying uh, to everybody out there like you know go to this camp but maybe think of a camp. And, uh, you know, uh, we've only got a few more weeks before school's back in full swing. But uh, but nevertheless, this so far has been a good investment.
1: That's awesome. So, and they're going to come back this Friday?
0: Yeah, Friday night.
1: Okay, we'll have to get another update tomorrow though and see what else they've been up to. All
0: right. Okay, Ashley's All Access, it's coming up next. K-92.3. From backstage to the front page. It's Ashley's All Access. All right. So I've got Ashley with the All Access. Good morning. Good morning. So
1: Dolly Parton makes me want to be a better wife. Okay. This story is hysterical. She is so funny. Yesterday. And I say it's funny because the fact that she posed for Playboy back in the 70s. Right. Okay. So it was 1978. She posed for Playboy on uh, the cover. And there's been talks that, oh, upcoming on a a big birthday of hers, she was going to redo it. Well, she said, well, Playboy doesn't exist anymore, so I can't do that. So she dressed up as a Playboy playmate yesterday for her husband's birthday, her husband, Carl. And I think this is so cute because, one, their relationship has been super private over the years. If you've watched a documentary on Dolly, you'll know that she did that on purpose. Like, her husband... Didn't want the spotlight. He's never in the spotlight. A lot of people don't even realize that Dolly Parton has been in a marriage for 57 years. But here's the video she posted yesterday.
0: Sometime back, I said I was going to pose on the Playboy magazine when I was 75.
2: Well, I'm 75, and they don't have a magazine anymore. But my
0: husband always loved the original cover of Playboy, so I was trying to think of something to do to make him happy. He still thinks I'm a hot chick after 57 years, and I'm not going to try to talk him out of that. (laughs) He still thinks I'm a hot chick. (laughs) That's so funny to hear Dolly say wow and what an outfit
1: (laughs) i know right you gotta you gotta see the video because that totally makes it and just dolly's whole personification around it all so congratulations to them and happy birthday to dolly parton's husband um but also i thought this was this is new age country so walker hayes definitely a newer artist but he's had this song that went viral over the last month called fancy like and there's a line in it where it talks about, you know, fancy like going to Applebee's for a date night with a Bourbon Street steak and an Oreo shake. Here's that song if you haven't heard it. Hey,
3: yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. got a Bourbon Street with the Oreo shake and some cream. So the
1: reason why that's funny is because the Oreo shake apparently came off of Applebee's menu years ago, but it was one of Walker's favorites. And now, because this song has gone so viral, and I'm not just talking about in the U.S., this song is viral internationally. This is getting Walker Hayes paid right now. No joke that the Applebee's uh, Corporation has been in touch with Walker Hayes, and they are going to bring the (laughs) Orientate back to Applebee's.
0: That is hilarious. Right? Man, that's cool that he's responsible for bringing back such a staple.
1: Well, that's, actually, that's really funny that you say that because Walker said that he was so excited to be able to tell his grandkids that that the next time, you know, when he's older and they're sitting at Applebee's and they're drinking the shake, you say, you know why that's back on the menu? Because I saved it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but pretty cool th- for him to have that viral song, too. And there's a dance to it. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out on social media. And then racing fans or even car fans. This is pretty cool. Darius Rucker is guest starring on an episode of Dinner Drive with Kyle Petty. So even if you're not into racing and you might like Darius, um, this is a show that's on Peacock. So one of those you got to have the subscription for, but uh, Kyle Petty's the son of Richard Petty, obviously racing great. And Darius will be driving one of his vintage Volkswagens around his hometown of Charleston, South Carolina. So you'll get to see Darius's love for some of his vintage cars that I didn't even realize he had. Um, and it'll be in his hometown.
0: that is cool to know that these guys, uh, you know, some, some of them have collections of, you know, say it's, uh, guitars, right? So Keith Urban has a nasty collection of guitars. Uh, Darius, like you said, I didn't know he was into cars like this.
1: Right. So that's going to be tomorrow on Peacock. That's Ashley's all access. Doing the right thing. Doing the right thing
2: in the morning. All, All right. right, we do
1: this every morning. It's where we finally get to uh, shed some positive light because every time you turn on the news, there's negative stuff going on in the world. So, doing the right thing, Obi, what you got?
0: All right, so uh, let's take this to this couple. The Duranuses, they had just gotten married, okay? And they did the, well, they had gotten married before the pandemic, and because of the pandemic, they weren't able to take their honeymoon. Uh, this time, um, they were. Okay, so they went to the JFK airport where they had uh, gotten past uh, TSA check-in. I'm, try- I'm trying to get through all the story points because it's such a beautiful story and I want to make sure that I don't miss anything because if you can imagine going to the airport, you go through all these different check-ins, right? From point eight all the way to the to the time that you sit down and you get called to get onto your airplane. Think about the amount of square footage that you, that you cross. Oh, yeah. Okay, and uh, this couple had made it past check-in They went to Starbucks, they were in line, and boom. Wife realizes that in her ring, her diamond is missing. Oh, no. And uh, this is where the husband, you know, new husband, too. This is a honeymooning couple. So if you can imagine the the husband kind of frantically going from point A to point B. uh, Mm -hmm. Just just him, his own eyes looking around before admitting defeat and going to TSA. Um, At this point y'all again, I want you to put your your mind frame in the in the mind frame of somebody going to the Orlando International Airport and trying to stop TSA in their tracks to look for a diamond
1: and and also I'm thinking like I don't care if you have a huge rock that's five carats a, a little diamond like in the grand scheme of things in the on the floor is still hard to find.
0: Yeah, totally. Well, and uh, the, the husband knew, you know, as he was talking to TSA, TSA sent them to the manager. The manager said, okay, listen, we'll try our best. But, you know, to, to, and even the husband understood. I get it. It is not your job to look for my ring, uh, yeah. to look for this diamond. So so even he understood. And that's where that couple kind of admitted defeat. So if you can imagine, they boarded their plane, headed out to Guam to enjoy their honeymoon, minus that diamond, on her finger, and
1: Ugh, and you know that's always lingering in the back of your mind.
0: Oh yeah, well, and how incomplete does that make the trip? You know, especially if you're if you if you go to a swim up bar during your honeymoon and you're telling people you just got married, but you don't have yep. the diamond. Ugh. Ugh. So, anyways, uh, this is where five hours later, lead TSA officer John Killian had returned from a break decided to take a look at the grand scheme of all the different lines that were traveling to and fro, the flow of all his TSA officers. Boom! Out of the corner of his eye, he recognizes a sparkle. Oh my gosh. A sparkle in the freaking floor. And even he said, no. No way, and that's when he walked over and recognized the diamond ring on the floor. I keep saying diamond ring, but it's not—it's not the ring. It's the—it's the rock the
1: stone. Yeah,
0: so that makes it even harder to find. Uh, oh so, my gosh! So he located the couple, was able to find out where they landed, and was able to reach out to the couple and said, "Hey, uh, if you could send me a picture of the ring, I may have your diamond." And that's where they were able to uh, to make amends. So that's crazy. Yeah, what a beautiful story there. And TSA, I, and again, back to what the husband had said to the TSA officer that he said, "I know it's not your job to look for this ring, uh, but man, how how cool is that, right?"
1: Yeah, I mean that that would definitely put a whole damper on your whole trip because even if you're like, okay, well, we have to move past it. It's just the diamond; it can be replaced. Well, not you know, it's not the cheapest thing to replace.
0: Yeah, well, and I think about the TSA officers too, where they're like, hey, "What are you kidding me? We we've got we got fifty thousand people going through this place within a day, and you want us to stop everything we're doing to go look for this ring? I'm sorry, Great. sir, uh, but there you go. Uh, we're giving the the love to John Killian there, uh, finding that diamond rock. That's doing the right thing.
2: Obie and Ashley's
1: Doing the Right Thing. Brought to you by Bel Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing
0: the right thing. On K92.3. Obie and Ashley, K92.3. Hey, so don't forget about the month of September. It's going to be pretty packed with our country thunder, and we're giving you tickets in the 3 o'clock hour today with Slater and Melissa. So you want to see Dirk Bentley? That's going to be on Sunday night. Remember, 3 o'clock with K92.3. Good morning, Ash. Good
1: morning. We can't wait for that show, but Obi. So I wanted to bring this up to you this morning because obviously you're a dude, and a dude I talk to every single day, and I see, and I see how you dress. There's this uh, this story out today that's talking about that men hit their style prime at age 30. So style prime meaning like your wardrobe, what you look like, as far as going through phases of facial hair, different haircuts. That after 30, like guys just kind of go downhill. So. I wanted to get your opinion on this. If you feel like this is true, and like as a dude, do you feel like you even care?
0: Okay, so I I've, okay, so I've got two views on that. A, I, I let me just talk about some of my other friends who don't care about that. <laughs> After the age of thirty, I get it. But me, and maybe I'm just stuck in my own head. And and, and feel free, feel free to tell me if I'm wrong. But I feel like my style is getting better.
1: But wait, like, from when? Like, I'm curious to know what you think. Have you gone through phases, and where are you at now?
0: Yeah, so I think, okay, so I think at, like, 35, I started buying Vans, and I started to have some of the younger guys tell me, oh, dude, man, great Vans. And, you know, all you need is a couple of 20-somethings to tell you that, and, and that's it. You start to change up. So, so, so my Vans collection is strong. I also started buying Converse and – uh and you know, just looking a little more uh, a little more young.
1: So this is this is interesting cuz I think it's all about perspective of who's actually deciding on whether it's fashionable or, or not, right? Because I think if you're getting compliments as a 40-year-old man from 20-year-old boys,
0: like <laughs> <laughs> like, like that, that makes a, it sound silly though.
1: Would a 40-year-old woman have the same opinion on your say Star Wars graphic tees? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, is it, well, and I do, I do have a massive graphic tee collection because I do. I, I don't know. I I think it keeps you young and it keeps you uh, informal.
1: Yeah, and I do think that. Like, I'm not hating on the graphic tees and the casual look at all. I just think that it's it's all like perspective because this this same study, the same like story, talked about how women go for decades kind of like upgrading their style and trying to stay with the times, but men for some reason seem to decline, but you're arguing otherwise in your case.
0: Well, but I did say in the beginning that I do have a perspective of seeing some of my friends and I do have some of my friends that are 40 years old and plus plus. And I see them with the New Balance shoes. <laughs> I, hey, okay. No offense. I- no offense. But uh, but at, su- at some point, they look like they just don't care anymore. And maybe that's because you've already won your wife over and you've had her for so long. She ain't going nowhere. Oh, man. That's
1: my worst nightmare. Okay. I am like, I try to remind myself. Like, obviously, I still think I'm considered a newlywed being only over a year. But I honestly think that whole comfortable level. Of, of like, especially when it comes to what you're wearing, it's like, you don't have to like downgrade everything just because you're married and, and have a family.
0: <laughs> well, and uh, here, I'll, I'll admit this to you. Is it wrong of me that even though I am married and even though I'm incredibly happily married, is it wrong that I still want to look like I, I want to be desired?
1: No, I don't think it's like, okay, I don't know. I, that, I feel like we could have a whole conversation on this, <laughs> but in general no it's like i i have the same mentality like i still want to keep up with myself for the health of myself and like appearance wise you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah so okay so i, I guess it's wrong. It's, i guess to each his own and, and you know what's great about this is that if you are over the age of 30 and you've and you still feel like you've got it going on then, then that's okay it's a, it's a small percentage of guys that don't have it going on. And if you're part of that, and if you're part of that small percentage, maybe this conversation will help you. I know.
1: Right. And seriously, over 30, like I'm 33. I feel like you're just starting to live life and like own who you are. So I think this is kind of like, you know, again, perspective.
0: Okay. I I will say this. If you're listening and you're over 40 and you've got the Velcro shoes and the bicycle (laughs) shorts on at the same time, it's, it's just not going to work.
1: Well, hey, I will say one of our Country Thunder artists, Russell Dickerson, he's one of those guys that's in his 30s and he totally tries to make like the new balance shoes work. Like he's funny about it.
0: All right. Well, hey, and and there are some people that they're just so beautiful they can get away with anything, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> K-92-3. Two people, one date, zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's second date update.
3: Brought to you by attorney Dan Newland.
2: In a wreck, need a check, Google Dan Newland.
0: Jay, where are you calling this from? I'm from Apopka. Cool. Okay, can we talk about why you're calling us?
1: I
2: had this, really, I thought, great date with a woman that I kind of met online. We talked for a little while, and, um, and then I had her over, and I made her a home-cooked meal. Wow. And I cleaned my place. Wait and, a minute, so she, uh, hold,
0: and, hold on one second, so she agreed to go to your place? Yeah. Bomb.
2: We're both really into cuisine. And uh, I was telling her about, you know, I make uh, like a homemade chicken and dumplings. That's really killer.
0: Yeah. Good Lord.
2: I'm I'm a very good cook. And, and, and apparently so is she. And that was one of the things that we kind of bonded over.
0: Okay. Wait a minute. Maybe you're not as good as a cook as you think. Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's not calling you back. <laughs> all right. Well, Jay, all, yeah, all we're going to do here is take this information that you gave us. We'll try to get a hold of Rachel and get the both of you talking. Okay.
2: Okay. Thank you.
0: Cool, man. Thanks for trusting us. Hello? Uh, Yes, Rachel, please. Um, This is Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Good morning. It is Obi. That is Ashley over there.
1: Hey, Rachel. How are you this morning?
0: Uh,
1: I'm sorry. Who is this? (laughs) So we're calling from a radio station, K92.3, and we do something on our show uh, where some of our listeners have written us. I know this is out of nowhere. It's kind of weird, but Jay Mm -hmm. reached out to us and said he's been trying to get a hold of you. Oh, this
3: is this is really weird. I don't know if I want it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. okay, so if you could trust us for just a second, we are in the trust tree trying to get you two back together. So this is a good call. Oh, okay. Is that is that going to be a possibility, Rachel? Like, even if we pay for dinner, can we get you two set up?
3: Wait, I'm sorry. Are you talking about Jay? I had dinner with him, like, the other night?
0: Yes. yes. and we're trying to pair you two back oh. up.
3: Oh, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea.
0: Okay. Any any reason that we can give him so we can provide him with some closure?
3: Um, Well, I guess, I mean, the date went really well, like, at the beginning, but at the end of dinner, I went to the bathroom, and I noticed the door to uh, his room was open, and I noticed, like, a bunch of women's clothes in the closet. And oh. uh, he, as far as I know, he doesn't have a roommate, so I... I wasn't sure if he had a girlfriend. And then also, when I was in the bathroom, I saw tampons and, like, just kind of a couple other things, like women's deodorant and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have a history of, like, falling for
1: guys who are kind of playboys, and I'm trying not to go down that path
0: again. Oh, wow. So, wait, did you
1: you bring it up to him? Because I know I would feel awkward. Like, I probably wouldn't bring it up on a date if I saw that, especially a first date. But did you say anything to him since you were there, like, in that situation?
3: No, I mean, I would if it had been, like, a few dates in, but it was the first one, and I just figured I just wanted to get out of there, and, oh, like, no, I didn't enough. even want to deal with it.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, so why don't we do this? Because we've got Jay on the line, and he wanted to know this, and he just heard everything. Oh, boy. Yes? Uh, okay. Hi
2: uh, there. Well, I'm sorry, what, is, what, did you, what did you find? Like, what is... I don't understand what you're talking about. Uh,
3: I mean, women's clothes, like, it was stuff that I would wear. It was very cute. But it was also, like, I, somebody's is clearly around my age that has clothes in your apartment.
0: Let us find out that you're cross-dressing, Jay. Oh, my gosh.
2: Uh, oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, there's been a very, very big misunderstanding about this.
1: Please um, explain.
2: So I, I, and if you cross-dress, yeah, that's Okay. <laughs> I do not. I have a sister who lives in Gainesville, and she visits me a lot. And those are her clothes, not mine. Yeah, you have a what a sister? I, 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 wouldn't, I have a sister who's enrolled at school in Gainesville, and when she visits, she leaves things here to pick up later. So it's. Okay. Oh, that's true. She visits a lot. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm very single, I assure you.
3: Oh, my God. Rachel? Uh wow um i'm kind of in shock and i'm a little embarrassed <laughs> i'm really sorry i just uh i have a really bad history with some not great exes and i kind of just jumped to conclusions and i'm i'm really sorry that's really sweet that your sister visits so often
1: that's not a crazy conclusion to jump to though rachel i, will, I mean, I'll, I'll back you <laughs> up on that because you know if i saw that too i'd be super skeptical but wouldn't want to say anything on a first date
0: including the tampons <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, ah, I just, I, I just assumed, but I
3: guess it's if it's if he wasn't even hiding it, then maybe it makes more sense. Okay, sure, okay, actually. so
0: guys, second date, we'll pay for it. <laughs> I mean, I'm game if you are. Absolutely. Hey, Yay! all right.
2: <laughs> Home of Obie and Ashley's second date update.
0: Hey, again, it's Obie and Ashley here thanking you for taking your time to listen to the podcast. Now, you know that we've got an unfiltered version of the podcast, too, where we go a little bit deeper. There's no FCC rules there or anything like that.
1: And again, you can listen really anywhere you go. So whether you're going to the gym, walking the dog, maybe you're going out on the boat for the day.
0: Yeah, those are good places. Uh, Don't listen to us, though, if you're in church or you're going through your counseling session to make things right with your wife.
1: (laughs) Not a good idea.
0: (laughs) All right, Ashley, where can they catch him?
1: At Ashley Stegbauer.
0: And you can find me at OBDS Diaz or at Obi the Great. All right, y'all, to the future.
2: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.